Good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for joining us for our esteemed alumni panel. I am so excited that you're all here today. So I'll just jump off by introducing each of them to you. You can see them all on screen right now, and then I'll turn it over to them in turn to tell you a little bit more about themselves. So our most recent graduate is Erin C. Gears. Um, she is a 2020 graduate of the law school um, and is currently clerking for the Baltimore City Circuit Court. Um, during law school, she actually clerked on the Charlottesville Circuit Court and spent her summers doing public interest work for the Legal Aid Justice Center here in Charlottesville, um, and then for the Office of the Public Defender in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, at UVA Law, she was on the editorial board of the Virginia Journal for Social Policy and the Law. She was also co-president of the Program for Law and Public Service. Um, she was named to the Raven Society and won the law school's Gregory Swanson Award. So, um, Grace Fu um, is a 2009 graduate of the law school. She is currently the executive vice president of human resources, general counsel and secretary for Barney's New York. She also serves on the board of directors of the Barney's New York Foundation. Um, she has previously served as the chief legal and administrative officer, um, as well as the executive vice president of human resources, overseeing all legal risk compliance and human resources functions at that company. Um, prior to that, she was deputy general counsel and chief compliance officer at Tiger Management. And before that, she worked on mergers and acquisitions at Skadden Arps in New York City. Um, Judge Dan Bress is also with us. He is a judge on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. He is a 2005 graduate of UVA Law, where he served as editor-in-chief of the Virginia Law Review. Um, after law school, he clerked on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit and then for Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Prior to his appointment to the bench in 2019, he was a partner at Kirkland and Ellis in Washington, D.C., and also served as an adjunct professor at UVA Law from 2009 to 2011. And Dan, I have to tell you, that is when I was in law school and I was never able to get into one of your classes. That is how popular you were. So. Um, our final distinguished alum here with us today is Toby Heightens. He is currently the Solicitor General for the Commonwealth of Virginia um, and a 2000 graduate of UVA Law. Um, he served as articles editor, articles editor, my goodness, words are hard sometimes, of the Virginia Law Review while he was here. Um, and after graduating from law school, he clerked for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit. Um, he also served as a Bristow Fellow in the U.S. DOJ um, in the Solicitor General's office there. Um, and he also clerked for Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, he joined the faculty at UVA Law back in 2006 and then took a brief hiatus to return to the U.S. Solicitor General's office, where he's argued multiple cases before the United States. Supreme Court. Um, he returned to the law school faculty back in 2010 until he was pulled from us for a leave of absence in 2018 to serve as the Solicitor General. Um, so having told you a little bit about all that these guys have accomplished, these guys and ladies have accomplished in the time since they graduated from law school, I'll turn it over to them. First to Aaron and let them take it each in turn, um, and then we'll loop back for a Q&A at the end. So Aaron, turning it over to you. Well, thank you for uh, that kind introduction, Laura. And I first will just say how happy and excited I am to be able to serve and humbled I am to be able to serve on this alumni panel. Um, though I was only a zero L one time, you know, one year, I've always loved admitted students open house, um, just a chance to be able to talk with admitted students and really just show them how wonderful um, UVA law is and all the amazing things we have going on here. So it really is a pleasure to uh, be speaking to you all this morning. Um, for me, kind of my story coming into law school, 
I uh, knew I wanted to go to law school to be an advocate for children, uh, to do juvenile justice work, but I didn't know much besides that. The first one, I'm the first one in my family to go to law school, didn't know much about law school, the legal field. Um, I just knew that that is, you know, what I wanted to do with my law degrees to help um, children in need. And I'm so grateful that UVA in so many ways um, equipped me um, and gave me the experiences that I needed to be able to do that, to feel like I can achieve that I had just the amazing, uh, just an amazing time at UVA Law. Had awesome professors who were so smart and taught me so much, and was able, even able to have professors who could mentor me specifically in juvenile justice, which was um, really helpful and to this day serve as such a resource to me in so many ways. Um, I was able to take clinics where I worked on cases and even got to argue um, for a juvenile who was convicted as an adult and argue for his um, early so that he'd go to college. And that's, you know, another experience that, you know, I didn't think I would ever be able to have while in law school. So I'm just so grateful for really all that I was, you know, I came to law school, I came to UVA Law to be an advocate for children and UVA Law helped me uh, to do that in so many ways. And on top of all of that, just had a blast because um, I'm sure you're here, the community here at UVA, um, both you know the students and even the professors and the administrators are so amazing. And so I truly believe it's the happiest place that anyone um, could do law school. And so in addition to just all that UVA gave me in terms of being able to um, achieve my goals to be you know a juvenile justice um, attorney I also had a great time doing it here in Charlottesville so want to trade my time here um, my experience here at law school for anything and um, yeah I'm just happy to share more and answer any questions you guys have later on about that time I'm Grace Fu um, as as Laura mentioned and I'm a, a 2009 UVA law grad I'm delighted to be here to be speaking with all of you I heard that there's hundreds of you, so um, no pressure for us, but we're delighted to speak with you. Um, and and I, I just wanted to share a little bit of my story. I think uh, Laura gave a, a pretty comprehensive um, summary of my of my resume, but she not she did not mention my my activities at UVA Law. So I'll give you a quick um, review of those. So I was on Vigil, the Virginia Journal of International Law, and I was uh, the editor-in-chief of Vigil. Um, I was also a very active peer advisor, so I was a peer advisor for my last two years um, and loved the experience um, mentoring uh, you know, numerous students at the law school and still keep in touch with a number of them today, um, You know, I would say many, many years later. Um, and I was also um, part of the PILA board, the Public Interest Law Association, which was a big part of my time at UVA Law School. So very involved. Um, but, you know, I think that UVA is a, a place where if you, you know, are a leader and most people who go to law school at UVA are, you know, natural leaders, um, there's some leadership opportunity for you. Um, and many times there's more than just one leadership opportunity for you, which was certainly my experience and I think the experience of most other UVA law school students. Um, I, I went to law school uh, as a bit of a leap of faith, I think. I did not know that it was the right path for me. Um, I did not have lawyers in my family and I actually really did not know what corporate law was, I would say. 
until my first job out of law school. I really just thought lawyers were litigators, honestly. Um, even as a, you know, a college senior, I really just had no appreciation for um, what corporate lawyers did. Um, I went into finance after college and I um, actually liked it quite a bit, but I just actually didn't see many female role models around me in finance. And that was at that time, 2003. Um, and so, you know, a while ago, but you know, not too long ago. And um, I, I thought, you know, I need to to kind of think through what my long term plans are. Um, so one of the great things about working in uh, finance at that point, I was an analyst at an investment bank, um, was I saw a lot of corporate lawyers around me, and I thought they did some things that um, that I wanted to try to do, and I wanted to try to draft agreements. Um, but I still wanted to be part of the deal. I wanted to try to analyze the deal um, structurally. Um, and I, I thought, let me try to go to law school to see if I can do this. Um, and I, I applied to a number of different schools. Um, I had a, a mentor uh, in, my, in my neighborhood that I grew up in who went to UVA Law School and he really um, pushed me to apply. I really didn't know much about UVA. Um, had never, you know, been to Charlottesville. But when I visited, I really felt this connection to the school. And I had been living in New York at the time. So if you think about Charlottesville versus New York City, quite, you know, quite a, a drastic uh, change. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this um, for three years, I want to be at a place where I feel like I can really focus on um, my education. Um, and, you know, I, I just thought people were really nice and I didn't get that same feeling at every law school that I visited. Um, and I think that first impression was exactly spot on, right? I, I had that experience all the way through at UVA. So um, really, really a unique, I would say, place. Um, and uh, one of the great things about UVA too, and one of the reasons why I chose it in addition to you know feeling charmed by my experience um, visiting was, there was a really strong law and business track too. Um, and I got to take a bunch of different courses that really, I think, prepared me to be a corporate lawyer. Um, so I went off after UVA to Skadden uh, in New York City. Um, Skadden's a very you know, corporate focused law firm. And I will say that in my class, I felt very, very well prepared um, at Skadden to be a corporate lawyer and to just be a functioning professional, right? I think that one of the things that you need to learn how to do when you have a real job is to interact with people, is to you know know how to um, talk to your clients, talk to senior people, talk to junior people, and you know that's that's really a social skill, right? It's not the law, and I think that UVA law prepares you in that way too. So it prepares you because it, it teaches you the substance of what you need to know, but it teaches you how to be collegial and collaborative and you know, be able to talk to people. And that's just a big part of what you do as a lawyer. Um, and so you know, I had a great time at Skadden. I thought that UVA set me up really, really well. Um, and I would say that UVA set me up for Skadden and Skadden set me up for the next thing, you know, that that I went on to do and the next thing and the next thing. And so I, I think, you know, UVA really was um, a key part of my success in my career. So 
I have nothing but amazing things to say about the law school. Um, even people that I meet after the fact who went to UVA, I feel like I've known them for forever, um, including our panelists today. I feel like um, these could all be quick friends, uh, even though we just met 15 minutes ago. Um, and really do encourage all of you to take a, a very good look at UVA Law School. It's unfortunate that you all can't um, go to campus and have the same experience that all of us had. Um, but please do try to learn as much as possible. Reach out to alums, reach out to staff at the law school. Um, everybody is more than willing to engage and to give you our perspectives on our experience in the law school. So with that, I'll turn it over to Dan. Thank you, Grace, and good afternoon. And for those of us like me on the West Coast, good morning. Um, my name is Dan Bress. I was UVA class of 2005. I guess I'll start by saying thank you for having me. Um, you know, the Admitted Students Weekend in some ways is where it all begins for law students. And um, it's just a privilege to be with you. I, I know how difficult it is to get into law school and how hard all of you work to get to this point in your, your lives and in careers. And it's a very, very big step for everyone just as it was for us. And so I sort of feel like I know what you're going through and I know what you're thinking about. And I wanna wish each, each of you all the very best. And um, also to the law school, thanks for inviting me. And of course, Toby, Grace and Aaron, great to be with you here. Um, it's fascinating to hear people's stories. And I, um, I do very much echo Grace's comments that if you were to pull 10 people from UVA Law from all different classes and different generations and backgrounds and, and put them in a room for an hour, they would have just the most wonderful conversation. And so this sort of feels a little bit like that. Um, <clears throat> a little bit about me, I, um, I'm a small town person. I grew up uh, here in California in a town called Gilroy, garlic capital of the world. And uh, I guess they let me out and I uh, moved to the East Coast and they went to Harvard for undergrad and uh, then went to work in Washington for a little while and decided I would go to law school. I, um, you all are probably a much more sophisticated consumer of law schools than I was at the time. I was going to law school because my now wife, uh, then girlfriend was going to law school. And I thought, oh, that sounds like a good thing to do too. And so I went to UVA and I will tell you there are decisions you look back on in life as major turning points. And for me, um, going to UVA really was that. It was a very formative experience intellectually. It was a very formative experience socially. And um, it really, I think, um, in some ways, I, I look at it as um, the very much the beginning of my um, professional career. From UVA, I ended up clerking for two years and um, actually stayed in Charlottesville for another year because I clerked on the Fourth Circuit and my judge happened to live in Charlottesville. So I was, I was on the four-year plan. And uh, then I was lucky enough to go and clerk for Justice Scalia on the Supreme Court. And I thought, you know, when I was in law school, I thought maybe I would spend some of my career in, in public service. But then I ended up going to a, a private law firm, Kirkland and Ellis, um, and I absolutely loved it. I had a wonderful career there. I love being a, a civil litigator. I was a, a big law partner and um, happy to happy to have that uh, label. It was a great experience. It was um, challenging on a daily basis, fascinating, difficult, um, exhilarating, everything you could you could put next to it. And then I had this opportunity to come up to to be a judge, and and that's what I am now. I've returned home to California. Um, I'm a judge here on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit. 
Um, some of you may have heard of it, and if you haven't, that's fine. You're going to learn lots about our federal courts and state court systems. But you know, we have the, the federal district courts, court of appeals, and the Supreme Court. So I'm right there, smack in the middle, and um, very lucky to to have a wonderful circuit here. I hear appeals coming out of nine different states in um, our Western United States. It's a fascinating job on a daily basis, and one thing that I'm, I most enjoy is that I, I have law clerks. I was a law clerk. Now I have my own law clerks. And that is my pathway to UVA still is to have uh, UVA graduates who, who decide to come out and uh, spend a year in San Francisco. Not a terrible place to have to have to spend a year. Um, but, you know, I've got I've had uh, a UVA law clerk every year and I suspect I will. Um, they're great people. They bring the same values that um, I think a lot of UVA lawyers bring, which is really a respect for other people and a respect for the law and um, really a deep sense of appreciation for all the people that helped us to get to this point and for the importance of um, really the American legal system. I mean, you're lucky and you're fortunate, but you're also people who are going to make an incredible contribution to our country. And it's something I see every day as a judge. You know, lawyers have a central role to play here in America. This is a wonderful country. And it's, um, it's something I reflect on quite a bit when I when I think about what I get to do on a daily basis and how really I trace so much of that back to my experience at the law school. So it's a real privilege and pleasure to be here. I'm going to turn it over to Toby. I, I will tell you all that when you're in law school, you always look up to the people who are a couple years older, they're like gods to you. And Toby was a few years ahead of me, and Toby Toby was one of those people. He's an extremely accomplished um, lawyer, academic, and now Solicitor General of the Commonwealth of Virginia. So Toby, I'll turn it over to you, my friend. So thank you all for being here. Thank you all for having me, and thank you to everybody else uh, who's doing this. Um, yeah, I don't know what I have to add. So let me give you just a couple of, of quick thoughts um, about my background, because, you know, we've, we've heard from people who were in New York, people who were on the West Coast. Um, so I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in a small town in the Midwest in sort of northern Wisconsin. If you can picture Lake Superior sort of jutting out like a finger pointed towards the West Coast, I am from the extreme western tip of Lake Superior. Um, is where I spent my entire life until I went away to college. And I didn't go that far because I went to college uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota, which was about as far as I felt comfortable doing at that point in my life. Um, I'm from a town that a lot of people don't go very far from, and when they go, they tend to go a couple hours away, and that was that was the right decision for me at the time. Um, until I made this sort of pretty significant life decision of having grown up in the Midwest, having gone to college in the Midwest, and never having lived anywhere other than the Midwest, to going to law school um, in Charlottesville, which was like I said, at the time, a very, very big consequential decision. Um, and it worked out for me. And I imagine that some of you are from that part of the country and it would work out for you too, I assure you. Um, I guess probably the single biggest reason I made that decision, and I think this is also relevant, I hope to some of you. Again, I, I didn't have any lawyers in my family. I didn't really know any lawyers when I applied to law school. Um, and you know, I, I wanted to go to a very good school. I wanted to go to a place that I would be challenged. And I was certainly challenged far more than I had been anything previous to that in my life. Um, but I remember having a very serious discussion with myself that I don't just want to go somewhere that I'll be glad to have gone. I want to go somewhere where I, I will enjoy the experience. And that doesn't mean it's a nonstop sort of party or social event, but I want to enjoy the experience of being in law school. 
Um, and, and you know, some people have mentioned what's so interesting about one of the things I love about this event, and I've usually done this event in person for most of the last 10 years, it's just wild that year after year after year, I've spoken to people at this event and they've said fundamentally similar things, which is kind of incredible because it happens over the course of 10 or more years. And these are all different people who don't know each other. And they yet say astonishingly similar things year after year. Um, and what they say year after year is I wanted to go someplace that I would actually enjoy law school. Not a place that I would be glad I went to in retrospect, because here's a secret. Virtually everybody who goes to a fancy law school in retrospect is glad that they went there. That, so that's not the relevant question that I tend to find. I think, you know, one of the nearly unique selling propositions of this law school is that if you ask alums, did you enjoy law school? Not are you glad you went there? Did you enjoy law school? Um, there are very, very few places that people will consistently say yes to that question. Um, and UVA is one of the very small number of places that people will consistently say yes, or even a harder one. If you get people in their in the sort of medium stage of their professional careers, if you would say, if you could go back to being in law school right now, would you do it? And most people will ultimately say no, but I guess what I would say is grads of this law school will often think about it. They will spend a moment contemplating what their answer to that question is um, in a way that is not my experience with many other graduates of many other law schools. Um, and I think the reason for that, it goes back to those admitted students events that I was talking about. I think this is whatever the opposite of a vicious, a vicious circle or cycle, I can never remember which of those two it is. Um, it's because the school has this culture and it has this reputation that it attracts people who value that about it. And then having gone in part because they value it, folks who were attracted by that are then committed to maintaining it. Uh, and, and that's why I think it's the opposite of whatever, you know, the bad thing is. This is a good thing. Um, and the same thing is not just true for students. I think it's true for faculty, too, because as a person who's been both a student and a faculty member, the faculty members are also, A, as a group, very happy, and B, very committed to a, having a positive institutional culture. Um, and I think the same thing is true there, is that from a faculty perspective, the school is attractive to people who care about that, and it leads to people staying who care about that. I think the same thing is true in the administration. I think the same thing is true in the alums. Um, I think it has a really unique identity in, in a way that's actually pretty unique for grad schools to have a very distinctive identity. Um, that doesn't mean the identity doesn't change. That doesn't mean the identity isn't perfect. And that doesn't mean the identity can't get better and more inclusive than it needs to be. I mean, as the old person on this group, I can tell you the law school is different than it was 20 years ago. Um, it, and almost universally for the good. Um, it is less mono virtually everything. It is less uniform in virtually every respect in ways that are good. Um, it is less, I don't think it was ever distinctly regional. I don't think, you know, I came from the Midwest. I don't think I felt like it was distinctly Southern when I was in law school, but I think it feels even less distinctively that than it did when I was in law school as a person who's been around the faculty. Um, it has an incredible history. It has an incredible tradition, but it's also changed. And I think it's almost uniformly changed for the better. Um, obviously, I, I probably think that I, I, I did not perceive that I was going to live in Charlottesville. I'm actually speaking to you from my attic in Charlottesville. Um, I, I certainly didn't think when I came here for what I thought was going to be maybe a three year trip to the East Coast before going back home, um, that I would end up basically living here for basically the rest of my life. But um, it just sort of happened. And that happens to a lot of people. So it's so great to be here with all of you today. Um, I hope you all 
uh, realize that you've almost certainly got some great decisions that you've got to make and look forward to talking to you about anything you want to talk about. Thank you all very much. So a couple of you have actually touched on a couple of the questions that we got from some of our admits, but um, I, if you don't mind repeating yourselves a little bit, one thing that they were really curious to know more about was, did you know what kind of law that you wanted to practice, the kinds of things you wanted to do after graduation, or did UVA help you figure that out in some way? Um, I don't have a preference for who goes first, if you guys want to interchange with each other. I can lead us off again. Um, that's fine. Um, I, I realized too, I forgot to mention um, where I'm from. So I was born in Maryland, but I've lived pretty much in Virginia, Northern Virginia, most of my life. And I went to UVA for undergrad. So I'm actually a double who, um, and also a very big fan of Charlottesville. I guess it's not too odd that I'm wearing orange, um, orange and navy, you know, all day, <laughs> every day. Just um, but to answer your question, uh, like I mentioned, I did come into law school um, knowing that I wanted to help children in need, um, that I wanted to do juvenile justice in some way. But once again, I had very little experience with the law and I honestly didn't have many um, thoughts in terms of like what actual jobs um, what type of legal jobs help children. Um, and so I was just very open coming into law school and it was through the many experiences I had at UVA that led me to where I am now, which is um, the hope to be a juvenile public defender. So um, a few of those experiences I had at UVA law include um, just taking some classes. I took a juvenile justice class with Professor Shin, um, who now leads the juvenile justice um, clinic at, um, at the law school. And that was helpful to learn what type of jobs there are there. I spent um, every spring break in law school uh, doing pro bono through alternative spring break. And that was incredibly helpful for me just to be able to spend you know, one week in an office, like a public service office, to see different types of uh, positions that, that helped children. And um, I really got a good feel for different offices and different jobs and where I thought would be a good fit for myself. Um, and then finally, the really the most important thing that helped me figure out that I want to be a juvenile public defender specifically was um, my 2L summer. Um, I spent it at the Office of the Public Defender's Office in Baltimore, Maryland, and they have a specific juvenile division, which is pretty unique uh, that they have a division there that specialized in, um, in juvenile public defense. And that summer there really uh, solidified for me that that is exactly um, what I want to do. And that's why I'm clerking in the circuit court in Baltimore City right now um, because of the summer. Um, and the last thing I'll add, though, is that um, the community at UVA Law actually was really helpful for, to figure that out. And the whole reason why I ended up doing my 2L summer there in Baltimore was because I had a friend at law school who also is um, helping to do ju juvenile justice who spent her 1L summer there. And so I, she told me about her experience and how amazing that office was. And that's why I applied there. That's why I went there. Um, and that's why I'm here in Baltimore right now. So kind of a combination of the many experiences I was able to have here at the law school and um, the community here, both my peers and um, Professor Shin, one of my mentors here. Yeah, so I touched on this a little bit. I think I probably had um, a, a different approach than many of my classmates did. I think a lot of my classmates had no idea what they wanted to do after law school. Um, I came in with some idea. Um, 
And I think what I did with that is really focused myself, right? I, I said, I think this is what I want to do. Let me try to do all the things um, I think I need to, to get out of law school to see if it is the right decision for me, right? So I took um, accounting and finance. I took mergers and acquisitions. I took, you know, every kind of business-related class I could take at, um, at UVA Law School. And I took a lot of... Um, other, and I can't remember what they're called, but, you know, the, the evening courses with the adjunct professors. Um, I think I had a, a professor who was uh, executive at Coca-Cola. I had a professor who was um, a managing director at Morgan Stanley, and he, you know, flew down every every week to teach our class. Um, and, you know, it really solidified my decision. Um, and, and, and I think that was really helpful for me coming out. Um, but what I would say is that I'm also grateful during that time that I had that kind of um, clear idea of what I wanted to do, but then gave myself room to do some other things too that I thought were just interesting, right? So I said, like, I know this is what I wanna get out of law school, but I don't wanna just have done corporate law for three years. And actually I probably would have hated it if I only did corporate law for three years. I tried, you know, I, I took a bunch of other kind of what I would say are, are kind of random courses because I just thought it was interesting to, to learn, right? So I took environmental law. Do I practice environmental law? No, um, but I thought it was an interesting course. And I thought that the professor um, at the time uh, was very well liked and I thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this out. Um, and actually that was a really good strategy for me because while I did start out as a corporate lawyer, um, when I went in-house, I actually, um, had to do all sorts of different kinds of law practice. Um, you know, everything from being a corporate lawyer to litigation, to um, to tax, to uh, uh, IP. So I'm really glad actually that um, my experience at UVA was somewhat well-rounded um, because I it really did, I think, prepare me for in-house practice, which kind of came later, many years after I graduated. Um, but I would say, you know, as advice to all of you, even if you know or you think you know what you want to do um, at law school and after law school, take a variety of courses. It may be the last time you really kind of get to stretch your mind um, and, and do something that's fun. Um, and you never know. It could be something that, you know, is helpful to you later on down the road as it was for me. Well, I'll go next and I'll say I did not know what I wanted to do when I went to law school. And I used law school more as a way to try to figure that out. And what happened was I found out that I actually pretty much liked everything. Um, you know, that there was no class I took that was uninteresting to me. A big difference I found um, when I was at the law school was the faculty was very accessible. I was not someone in undergrad who would go into office hours <clears throat> or to take a professor out to lunch. That was just not who I was at that time. For reasons that I really credit UVA more than myself, it was the environment there that um, encouraged me to um, you know, come out of my shell a little bit more and to have those interactions with faculty. And those were life-changing for me, um, not only just in discussions about the law. I find that just talking about the law is such a helpful thing to do when you're trying to learn it. Um, that's why sometimes when my, I want to talk about a case with my law clerks, I say, just put the books and the computer and the laptop down. Let's just come in and talk about this. I, that, was, that was what law school was with my peers and with faculty. 
I found myself drawn to a lot of classes that um, had to do with, in some way or another, um, the structure and functioning of American government and constitutional law. I just found those interesting classes and how to interpret legal texts, how to interpret the Constitution, administrative law, uh, separation of powers, foreign relations law. I, I was intrigued by those and I found them um, fun to study. But then I took so many other classes that were, you know, corporations. I, I just found it, uh, again, just um, very enjoyable property law. When I went to a law firm, um, I didn't specialize at all. I spent my entire legal career not specializing. I, people would ask, what do you specialize in? I would say I specialize in being a generalist because the, the thing I most loved about law school was that there was no boundaries on this. And um, that's in, in, in some ways, maybe I, I lucked out because now I have no specialty at all. I just have to deal with what comes in the door. And, um, and in many ways, it reminds me so much of being at the law school because it's constantly intellectually exhilarating. I, I wouldn't worry if you don't know what you want to do. And I tell my law clerks that, and I would say the same thing to someone who's been practicing law for 10 years. Careers change dramatically. They're not going to, this is not like the old days where you could go to a law firm and spend your entire career there. That's very rare to do that, or to any company, or to any government agency. It's, it's extremely rare to do that. That's one of the exciting things about being a lawyer is that there are so many different chapters in one's career. And um, so don't, don't worry, you know, if you haven't figured that out, if you have a great passion, you can pursue it. But I also tell people to be prepared for the unexpected, be ready to find that you like something that you didn't think you would like. And UVA really gives you the ability to pursue that if it, if it comes to you. To the extent I had any clear thought, I thought I was going to be a trial lawyer. And it wasn't until 19 years after I graduated from law school that I did a single appearance in a trial court. Um, I now have since in the last year and a half, but for 19 years after I graduated from law school, I never did. So I completely, you know, I mean, if you have a plan and, and that's that ends up being what you want to do, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you don't, that's fine, too. I actually want to loop back because all of you guys have touched on classes as being a defining sort of point for you and helping you sort through um, what what it was that you wanted to do. So I'm really curious to hear, and someone's asked us in the chat, what was your favorite class in law school? And we'll go from Aaron on back the way that we have been doing, because I think that's easiest. Okay, yeah, that's actually a hard question, because um, I can honestly say, like uh, Judge Bress mentioned, I truly enjoyed all the classes and found them all to be incredibly interesting and just amazing professor. So that is hard. If I had to narrow it down to um, my favorite class overall, I think it would be criminal procedure uh, with Professor Harmon. Um, professor Harmon is just truly one of the most brilliant people that I've ever met and an incredible teacher. Um, her class, uh, criminal procedure, was I believe at 8.30 in the morning and I am not a morning person, but <laughs> I will say I would I did look forward to, you know, waking up on even on the Friday morning classes uh, to hear her teach criminal procedure. Um, and she just also teaches with such passion, I definitely will energize you um, and get you going for the rest of the day. So I love that class um, to the say one of my favorite classes. And it turned out, you know, at the time, I didn't know that I wanted to be a public defender. Um, but now I'm so I'm even more grateful for the class because obviously it'll be very helpful for um, that job. I would say um, there's a couple of classes that that uh, stuck out in my mind. I, I had um, criminal law with Professor Bonnie. Um, and 
you know, I didn't go into law school thinking that criminal law would be interesting to me at all, but it was fascinating to me. So that was um, really a, a, a fun experience and one of the first classes I took in law school. Um, and uh, I, I I actually think about my contracts law class um, with Professor Cohen a lot now because I see a lot of contracts um, in my uh, in my job and in my prior roles, and so I think a lot about those fundamental principles constantly. Um, I actually also taught a contracts law course um, at uh, Cardozo Law School uh, last year, and kind of those you know, those fundamental learnings um, in my first year of law school have stuck with me. Um, it's just incredible that, you know, you learn something, you know, decades before and they just sort of resonate with you and stick with you. Um, I would also say that the courses taught by the adjunct professors um, were really helpful to me. Um, they were just really practical and those professors you know, really wanted to teach you what they knew about the law um, and they told it from their voice. Um, so, you know, I encourage you all wherever you end up and I hope you end up at UVA to take some of those courses from practitioners um, because they're gonna show you, um, you know, parts of the law that you may not see in your normal course load. Um, and they're going to kind of talk you through um, what they do every day and that could be inspiration or guidance for you as you kind of navigate um, your career path. And that certainly was helpful for me. This is a tough one. This is like being asked to say, you know, who's your favorite child or, or something like that. I <clears throat> Let me name three. Um, one was First Amendment with Lillian Bevere. And I, I, the reason I mentioned this one um, is because it was an opportunity to take a class with someone who was a true leader in her field. That's actually true of, um, I would say literally every class you could take at UVA, but taking that class and just seeing the enormous wealth of knowledge and thinking she had put into this very complicated area of constitutional law was just um, very formative experience. Um, tort theory, torts are basically the law of, um, uh, I guess you could say liability for personal and property injuries. Um, and other types of injuries. I took that with um, Professor Ken Abraham and uh, Professor Vince Blasey. It was a 10-person discussion section. And uh, just the, <clears throat> the class would be, you know, two and a half hours of, of, of discussion, which would then seemingly be followed by another two hours of discussion among the students at the law school, uh, two of whom then went on, or three of whom actually went on to become faculty members at the UVA, uh, on, uh, at UVA Law and just a great class for thinking uh, theoretically. And then lastly, I'd mentioned Federal Courts with Caleb Nelson. Um, it was, a, I think, listed as a four credit class, a five credit class. It should have been a 20 credit class. It was, it was so much um, about the Federal Courts and it was mind blowing. I, I, I came away with, it, with such an appreciation for so many different areas of our federal judicial system and then for many years, I used to keep on my desktop at work a copy of my federal court's outline uh, that I had from that class. So one time I was back at the law school and I was giving some talk and I mentioned, I said, oh, you know, I, I usually, I, I still to this day keep a copy of my Caleb Nelson federal court's outline on my work computer. And some student raised his hand and said, that, that's funny you say that because I keep a copy of your Nelson federal court's outline on my computer as well. <laughs> But those were three classes. I mean, they stuck with me 
the things I learned in each one of those classes, sometimes even as I'm doing my job now, I'll remember something that we talked about in class so long ago. They, they, they were all formative experiences. And I'll mention too, all professors who um, I've just maintained great relationships with over the years and who have become friends, something I never could have expected if you had asked me on, on my first day of law school. I guess I'll, I'm also going to cheat and take two, one for my first semester, not just my first semester, but actually the first law school class I ever took, as in like literally the first day of class and the first day of law school, um, which was contracts, which was funny because um, I did not become, a, I was not planning on becoming a deals lawyer. I have not become a deals person. I've litigated like maybe one contract adjacent issue in 20 years. Um, but it really, it was a class that sort of really challenged me and really forced me to think about things in ways that I had not thought about them before. Um, it was a professor who had a very particular take on the subject and it was one, not one that came natural to me at the time, uh, but ended up becoming just monumentally influential in the way that I think about, I don't just think it's about contracts. I realized only with the benefit of hindsight, it was a whole way of thinking about the law that was just being applied in the context of contracts that I think was just incredibly, incredibly helpful. Um, it didn't hurt that this person I think is also the best teacher I've ever had in my life at any level of school. So um, that was also pretty helpful. Um, the other one was a seminar that I took my third year of law school, um, which was called Race in the Constitution in American History. And it was a professor who was at the time writing a book that didn't get released until years later. Um, and it was basically a constitutional history course uh, with a focus on, I was gonna say racial equality, while well, also largely racial inequality um, throughout constitutional history. Um, and I was a history major in college and my great alternative, what would I have done in my life if I hadn't gone to law school um, was to get a PhD in history. And so that was just an incredibly uh, interesting, important class that, that has become all the more resonant with a lot of the things that have been going on in the world recently um, and a big part of what I'm doing in my job right now, actually. So, um, you know, that was a class that, again, was an amazing class at the time. And it's amazing that it sort of continues to sort of resonate this much after being in law school. It's amazing how much these classes form what it is that we do and how we think about the things that we do following law school. Um, so one other question that we had was actually about sort of the far side of law school and the back end of that, which is what it is that you're achieving now. Um, so what do you guys think that it was, you guys and ladies, I'm sorry, I keep using you guys. Um, what do you think that it was about the Virginia law education specifically that helped you in your careers after Virginia law in terms of first, first placement after Virginia law maybe? Um, and then for those of you who have been out a little while longer in achieving your career goals. I'll say I, I'm not that far into my career, <laughs> um, but I would say, you know, even though I've only, you know, haven't even been out for a year now, um, my time at UVA Law already has been incredibly impactful for where I am now and where I hope to go. Um, like I mentioned, I'm, you know, in Baltimore right now, and really that's because of the um, advice from my peers, advice from my mentors, and just, you know, the support I got while at UVA. Um, I was very open, you know, to go anywhere in the country, really, um, to do any type of work that would set me up to do juvenile justice and child advocacy work. Um, but really what was helpful to help me, you know, determine where I wanted to go, where would be a good place for me was, um, as I mentioned before, community. So other friends I had who did this 
you know, the same type of work who I met at UVA Law, um, professors that I had who mentored me, um, who themselves did juvenile justice and that this would be a good place for me for these reasons. And even uh, the public service center who, you know, walked beside me, you know, from day one and still to this day, um, knowing, you know, just got to know me and got to, and, you know, knew the opportunities that would be a good fit for me and, you know, helped me to make decisions based on those things. And so I'm very, very grateful for all of those people in my life um, who have helped me to make this decision and who I know, um, you know, walking beside me as I continue to move forward um, in my career. And it really is, you know, it's just kind of a part of my life. We talk about the UVA alumni community, but you know, it's not just, you know, something we say, like every day I'm talking to someone from from my time at UVA, um, yeah, talking to my friends as they're in their positions and getting feedback from them. And I'm sharing about my experience. Um, and so that is, you know, something I value so much and look forward to continue, um, you know, to be a part of my life as I move forward in my career. So I would say just in terms of placement, um, UVA law does an excellent job placing students everywhere and across all different um, functional areas and career paths. Um, for me, you know, I pretty much was able to interview with every single law firm that I was interested in, um, as well as many of my peers. So, you know, I think that the opportunity to go to a firm, to do a clerkship, to work in public service, all of those are very, very readily available to UVA law students. Um, I think, you know, in large part, it's because um, of the, the law school's ranking, right? I think that is important to um, the outside world. Um, I also do think that the outside world sees UVA law students as, and I think I mentioned this in the beginning, um, you know, just well-rounded and able to get along with other people and that I think goes a really long way. Um, and I certainly found that to be the case when I was going through the interview process as, um, as a, a 1L and 2L, um, but all throughout my career, in fact. So, you know, I've met many people um, over the last, you know, several years since I've graduated and anybody, whether they went to UVA or didn't, looks at UVA law school and is like, that must have been a great experience, right? And I mean, it's like always the case that when they see that on my resume, that's the first reaction. So that must say something about um, the experience there because it's not only people who actually went there themselves, it's people who um, have heard about other people's experiences. And I think that, you know, there is something to be said about that. And I think that has, helped me in my career too, um, because when they see UVA Law School on my resume, they know that means something more than that person got a really good education. Um, you know, there's something a little bit special about that person. So um, I would say those couple things. And then another thing I just wanted to touch on, which I think is very important and something I think about a lot in my role now is the importance of ethics. Um, as a, a practitioner of law and UVA, you know, the honor code, you know, being a good person, respecting others, I think that came up earlier. That's a big part of the UVA law fabric. And I think that goes a really, really long way in the profession of, of law. 
Um, and I would say that almost every role that I've um, interviewed for uh, as a lawyer, um, in-house lawyer, they've asked about, you know, how, how strong your, your ethics are. Um, and that's not something that comes across, um, you know, in, in many contexts, but I think that's something that UVA law takes very, very seriously and something that, you know, I feel proud of, um, you know, saying as part of my background, um, because, you know, I think that was something that was very, very um, well ingrained um, in us at UVA Law School. So um, just wanted to, to point to you. Well, I'll just pick up on those really powerful comments by Grace. I mean, I feel like I've now had, I've seen UVA from a lot of different angles. I was a student there. I was coming out of there and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Then I found myself many years later, a law firm partner trying to hire people to come work with me and to help me build my law practice. And now I find myself looking for young, talented lawyers who are wanting to come out and do a clerkship. And there's a real continuity across all of this, which is, um, to me, it's a few things. One is the real culture of connectedness. I think there's a real willingness of people to help each other out. That that tone, I think, is set ultimately by the faculty and the dean. And I've seen that across multiple, <clears throat> all the deans uh, I have seen at UVA all shared that culture. And the same is true of the faculty. That culture is sort of, you know, the, you hear that expression, tone from the top. I mean, that that to me bleeds through the rest of the entire institution and the alumni base. There are so many times where I would go to UVA, go to admitted students weekend, give a talk, go back to my um, go back to my law office the next week and have a couple emails from people who were students just wanting to ask questions about the law school. And I had calls with these people and then I followed them. You know, they, they would then go to the law school and they would then go on and, do, and become lawyers. And then some number of years later, I would find myself interviewing them to come work at my law firm. And that continuity was just incredible to me. Um, I think that there are there are always inflection points in your lives and your careers. And you know, you heard all about the resumes of all the people on this call. What you don't have is all the things that didn't work out. And there are lots of times it doesn't work out. There are a lot of dead ends. And who do you call when you have a question? Or who do you call when you need help? If you're a client, who do you call when you need a lawyer? And if for me, it was always somebody who had some connection to UVA because I valued their judgment and I knew that they approached um, this profession in a way similar to me based on our common training and the values of the institution. And so I'm sure that's true of a lot of other places. I can't speak to them because I didn't go there. But what I can say in, in the case of UVA is that if you were a lawyer and you were in a case and you met somebody on the other side of the case and you shook hands and you asked, oh, you're just talking, where'd you go to law school? It was almost like there was a secret shared understanding that although you were adversaries, really you're ultimately friends. And I think that culture of friendship, uh, fellowship is what um, makes this a very distinctive law school. And for those of us who are alums, we, we feel very connected to it even long after um, we've left and even if we're on the other side of the country. Yeah, I guess let me, let me for my last, just give a very specific example. Um, again, I'm not somebody who I went straight through uh, and I spent the last 20 years of my life trying to convince people they shouldn't do that, but I did it and it, it worked out fine for me. Um, but, um, and you know, uh, look, I, 
I did quite well my first semester of law school. And but that was not inevitable. And that was not obvious. And let me close, I guess, with an example that has stuck with me, like more than 20 years later. Um, it was a couple nights before one of my fall semester 1L finals. And this was the class that was just not clicking with me all semester long, like just all semester long, I was just not at, at all clicking with it. And there was a major topic um, in that class, like a big, big, big topic in that class. That either the night, or, the night or two nights before the exam, there were two other 1Ls, probably my two closest friends my first year, where I basically said to them, I do not understand this topic and I need you to explain it to me. And when I say I need you to explain it to me, I don't mean I have some questions on the margins about this topic. I fundamentally don't understand this topic at all. I need you to start over at the beginning of this entire topic because I just don't get it at all. And they did that for me. Um, they spent more than an hour a day or two before their own final, their 1L year, explaining to me from bottom up this topic. And that topic was on the exam. Um, and I I must have done at least reasonably well because I did well, on the ex I did well overall on the exam. So I must have done at least reasonably well on that topic. And that's just always struck with me. I mean, you know, people give examples about people help each other, they support each other. And that's absolutely true. And I can imagine folks in your situation sometimes are like, okay, but everyone says that, what does that mean? Well, that's a really tangible example. Two people who also, I mean, here's the reality, they were in the same class as me. They were on the same curve as me. In some ways, from a really cynical perspective, me doing poorly in that class would have been better for them, in a way. Um, and they took the time, like, right before what was going to be a really stressful and important day for them to sort of help me out in a very tangible way. And it is something that I have never forgotten. And I think it's emblematic um, of a lot of the culture stuff we've been talking about. You. Thank you for sharing that with us um, and for sharing your time and your experiences more, more generally with us today. We, we really appreciate it um, and are so thankful to hear. I, I know I, for one, am very glad to hear that my experience at UVA back when I was here tracks with, with everything that you've been saying, right? The, the caliber of person that you encounter at this law school, which we, you know, as, as Judge Bress said, right, we can't vouch for other law schools, but the caliber of person that you encounter here is something that impacts your career from day one, everything from a grade in a class all the way to your ability to get along with opposing counsel in a case years later.